The news at noon is brought to you by Evansville's longest-running nursing care facility. Put your trust in Good Samaritan Home. Let our home be your home. Learn more at goodsamhome.org. Your tri-state weather today becoming partly cloudy with a high of 47. Cloudy this evening with showers after midnight and a low of 35. And on Tuesday, showers in the morning then becoming cloudy with a high of 44. Right now, 42 degrees at 104 FM WIKY. Firefighters in Henderson responded just past 9 o'clock this morning to the True Vine Inn on Highway 41 South. Larry Hogan of Songbird DJ Service, just south of the motel, says firefighters were working to get people out of the building. Henderson police say there are as yet no reports of injury and everybody is out of the building. He says he saw heavy smoke and fire. The fire has closed the southbound lanes for a time. We understand there are still restrictions and traffic is backing up. Larry Hogan says he's afraid the longtime motel may burn to the ground. Dispatch tells us it's still an active fire scene. It'll be months before the National Transportation Safety Board releases its findings into Saturday's disaster at an air show in Dallas. ABC's Jim Ryan says aviation specialists are already weighing in on the crash that killed six people. The B-17 Flying Fortress and the smaller P-63 fighter were flying in a formation with other planes when the collision happened. The risks of airplanes flying close together are serious. Aviation attorney John Kettles has seen video of the disaster and says it appears the two planes were working properly. His theory... Just a tragic loss, most likely caused by lapse in judgment or momentary carelessness. Five crew members in the bomber and the lone pilot of the fighter were killed when the planes came crashing down and exploded. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. The B-17 involved in that mid-air collision is the same aircraft that visited the Evansville Wartime Museum in July of last year. A man was taken to Deaconess Hospital after he overturned his motorcycle around 2.30 Sunday afternoon. The intersection of Diamond and St. Joseph Avenue had to be shut down for about 45 minutes while emergency crews were on the scene. Deputies say the man has serious injuries but is expected to survive. A deadly shooting on board a University of Virginia bus Sunday night has police searching for the suspect after first responders found five people with gunshot wounds. Only two would survive the night. ABC's Alex Littlehales reports from Charlottesville with the latest. This morning, a massive manhunt at the University of Virginia. Authorities searching for Christopher Darnell Jones Jr., a student at the university who police allege shot at least five people on this campus bus killing three. The shots first reported at 10.30 p.m. at a garage near the center of campus. I heard the gunshots when they originally happened. I'm terrified. The university canceling all classes for the day as frightened students shelter in place. An Indiana State Police trooper clocked a vehicle doing 100 miles an hour on I-69 Sunday morning. The driver led the officer on a brief chase before stopping near Old Highway 57 in Vandenberg County. One juvenile was detained at the scene while three others jumped a fence and got away. Not long after another juvenile was apprehended, the other two were found in Elberfeld by state troopers and the town marshal. 
The Evansville Police Department responded to a domestic violence call Friday night. It happened at a residence in the 1300 block of East Indiana Street. The suspect reportedly forced a woman into her car against her will. He then took the victim to his house where she was assaulted. She got away after she was able to grab a hold of a liquor bottle and smash it over his head. She called 911 for help and told authorities she had a protective order against that suspect. She was treated on the scene for her injuries. The suspect drove away, no injuries at this, or no arrest rather, at this time. A bomb rocked a crowded pedestrian area in Istanbul Sunday, leaving lifeless bodies strewn on the streets, dozens injured and crowds running in panic. Overnight, nearly 50 arrested, including a female suspect, Turkish investigators say sat on a bench for nearly an hour before the attack, before leaving a package on the ground and fleeing. Turkey, blaming a group of Kurdish militants in the country's north, who have been carrying out attacks for years as they seek independence. ABC's Jordana Miller reports from Jerusalem. Turkish police say they've arrested a Syrian woman they suspect planted the bomb Sunday that exploded on a bustling pedestrian street in Istanbul, killing six and injuring over 80. She is allegedly linked to the Kurdish PKK terror group and its Syrian affiliate, the YPG. Turkish officials now blaming them for plotting this deadly attack. So far, no group has claimed the bombing, but it may lead to new tensions between Ankara and Washington, given the U.S. backs the YPG, who have fought the Islamic State. Jordana Miller, ABC News, Jerusalem. The Warwick County Sheriff's Office, along with other law enforcement, secured six arrest warrants and conducted a roundup last week after they received a report of a robbery and criminal confinement. It happened at a residence on Epworth Road. While executing the arrest warrants, officers seized a firearm close to 23 grams of meth and over a pound of marijuana. Arrested were Carrie Kramer, Emery Van Duck, Kevin Martin, Sierra Weathers, and Heather Phillips. Authorities are still searching for Joshua Rediger. Anyone with information about his whereabouts are encouraged to call the Warwick County Sheriff's Office. The University of Southern Indiana has added a caveman instructor to their English department. Rather, the actor that played a caveman in several Geico commercials in the 2000s. His name is McManus Wooden, and he began his first semester of teaching at USI this fall. Wooden was living his, with his wife and son in Florida teaching at a local college when they decided to go live in Evansville. Wooden says they felt like their son needed a better place to grow up and be closer to family. His wife, Kelly, is from Henderson. You're listening to the News at Noon on 104 FM WIKY. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The big three stock averages are taking a breather after scoring their best week since June. Before the noon hour, the Dow Jones was down 30 points. The Standard & Poor's 500 had given up about half a percent. The Nasdaq nearly 1%. Shares in Bed Bath & Beyond fell 8% to a 52-week low this morning after the company announced that it would issue shares to some of its bondholders. In turn, the bondholders would help to pay off part of the retailer's billion-dollar debt. The layoffs may not yet be over at Amazon. The New York Times reports that 10,000 more workers in corporate and technology roles will be let go starting this week. That would represent about 1% of Amazon's total global workforce. 
A facility described as the world's largest floating wind farm has pumped out its first electricity. The high-wind tampon turbines are located about 90 miles off the coast of Norway. They produced their first power on Sunday. Jim Ryan, ABC News.